Okay, today we are discussing episode one, The Child's Faith is New by Emily Dickinson. Alright. Well, right off the bat, the title is the first line of the poem. I thought that was interesting. I marked it to see if it had any why. That was. I think that's with all of Emily Dickinson's poems. Is like she didn't write titles, so all the titles are just the first line. I think that's right. I do not know. Sounds right. Okay. Well, should we just take it stanza by stanza then? Sure. All right. Well, the first stanza I read through it, and I had no clue what was going on. But I had more clue than what was going on in the other ones. And I think that the first stanza was kind of just like introducing the character if you will of the poem and like how he's new to the world and so uh he has fresh new eyes on everything and a good like a fresh outlook on the world that he sees that's what i took from it he says he's innocent because he believes things that are false yeah Is that all we have for the first stanza? Yeah, that's pretty much what I wrote about childhood innocence. Uh, I think the second, the two second lines are just describing his faith. Yeah. Child's faith is new. It's whole in life. They used similes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, there wasn't too much to pick apart from that. All right, yeah, so the second stanza, and this is where I marked... Because I was looking throughout the poem, especially in this line and onward, it, I see, you see words like dominion, sovereignties, Caesar, baseless emperor, ruler of naught, and uh, men and kings. And I thought I uh, circled those because I didn't know why that would be important or why it talked about royalty so much. But you kind of figure that out as a, I think it ends. kind of talking about how at this point in the character's life they're like a child and they sort of assume they're like the, the center of attention and like all instances like when it talks about credits credits the world deems his dominion like he views himself as king and super important mm -hmm. i kind of thought it was he viewed other people as kings and like sovereign and stuff and then because in the third stanza his estimates are um mistaken yeah so he kind of realizes people are Kings. Yeah, what I think that's kind of like in the second stanza, it's where he's introduced to uh, the idea of like people being in charge and like uh, rulers. But then when you go to the third stanza, it's like he uh, he's kind of he learned he's learned how to do things. Uh, I don't even know <laughs> what's the best way to say this. He's like. He'd rather be normal than uh, what I wrote. So he'd rather be normal instead of flawed or somebody who only cares for themselves is what I think it really tries to talk about as the poem goes on. And it's like he's had this, so the whole poem's like he's had his fresh outlook and he's kind of learning everything. And then he sees that uh, it's better to not just care about yourself instead of because most people are just focused on themselves something like that yeah, I think the end is also like him becoming cynical like with the line sorrowful as to 
or the men to anticipate instead of kings. Like so, towards the beginning, he like views everyone as like a great person because he doesn't have enough experience to know better. What? <laughs> God dang. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He like views everyone as like a a great person because he hasn't had enough experience in life to know that they're like terrible people. Yeah. And so he's starting to learn how to like. I don't know. Just well, yeah. I think. Life in a different way. I think at, as he grows into the world he gets a more realistic outlook yeah and his standards lower especially towards other humans because he's starting to realize that they only a lot of humans only care about themselves and i think that's where actually the royalty like becomes important because royalty is often viewed as uh they only care about themselves yeah so i think that's how that ties into that that is pretty much the poem it's just childlike innocence eventually goes away because you realize what other people are like. Um, stuff like personification and stuff. There really wasn't yeah. anything. There was only two two rhyme yeah. or two lines that rhymed the entire time, or that had the same ending. I think it just rhymed more than the poem. Yeah, pretty. Much, I mean, really, it was like line twenty and twenty four. It was things and kings, but that wasn't even really meant to rhyme. So it was just more like a... It wasn't trying to be any special type of poem. It was just more like a storytelling through the poem. Then had some similes. There really wasn't too much else. It was pretty straightforward. Oh, I guess I also wrote down, like, I was interested in why certain words were capitalized, not other ones. Maybe she just thought those words were more important because some of them are not and then other ones are. Like all the first ones obviously are, but then there's words like dominion, sovereignty, eyes, and stuff. Um, <coughs> there was not much to pick apart, but I think we did a pretty good job. Are we ha satisfied with that? I think that's about it. All right, well, that was episode two of or no that was episode one of the child's faith is new by emily dickinson signing out